This is the Psyche of Success. Podcasting around the globe. Join us as we interview superstars in their respective fields and help you master the psychology of winning big in business and in life. Here's your host, author, speaker, and business coach, Jody Holland. 2020, we are about to say goodbye to you. We are on our way into 2021. I am incredibly excited. I am your host, Jody Holland, with my co-host on here. Brett Beitlich. We are excited to share with you some thoughts on books that we recommend that you read. One of the things that I have been incredibly guilty of over the last 21 years of being in business is causing people to read a lot more than they intended to. I think that's an understatement. <laughs> I've had so many people like, you know, I didn't read a book for seven years till I met you. Now I've read 14 books in the last 12 months which I'm going to say is a good thing. Um, my One of my really good friends, Mike Grigsby, who has been on the show before, uh, he is out in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, is the chief innovation officer, great guy. When he and I met and kind of started hanging out a little bit, he ended up reading 23 books. This is the record, 23 books in one month. The first month. That's amazing. Holy cow, that's, that's crazy. That's like almost a book a day. Yeah. Well, uh, one, he's a quick reader, but two, he would sit up every night. It's like, oh, I got to read that book. And he would just keep reading and reading and reading. It'd be like two or three in the morning. I didn't think that I slept much at that time. I was four hours a night kind of guy, but he truly, truly didn't sleep much in that first 30 days of reading. So we're going to talk about books that we really like and books that have impacted us. If you have not created your reading list for 2021, I'm going to encourage you to take a look at some of the books that we're going to share with you. Every year that I've been in business since 1999, I have reread the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It has been an incredible book for me, and it just reminds me of the things that I need to do in order to be successful. So I'm going to tell you, I read this book for several reasons. One, it was the second book that I read when I went into business. The first was The Science of Success in 13 Volumes, also by Napoleon Hill. This was the trimmed down version of it. When I read this book and I learned the 13 causes of success and the 31 causes of failure, I started realizing I was doing 32 of the 31 things in my life uh, causing failure. I was doing all of them and one of them twice. <laughs> and I just thought, okay, I need to stop doing that and get my act together. And I just believe it's a good reminder of what we're supposed to be doing in order to be successful. So that's my first book that I'm going to recommend to you guys is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Find it online anywhere books are sold. You can also find free downloads of it everywhere. So take a look at those. What's your first book, Brett? Absolutely. That's such an awesome book. Um, I remember the first time I read it, I thought, okay, this is going to be hard for me to read because it it is just kind of a, a, a different read than stuff I had read in the past, but man, what a great book. I, what a good first pick too. Thank you. Thank you. These are our draft picks for 2021. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first book I want to talk about is tribe by a guy named Sebastian younger. Uh, oh, the yeah. whole premise of this book is really to get people to understand that 
um, you can't do it alone. Yeah. Right. And, and he breaks down just a lot of different cultures and, and how they really leaned on each other to form their own tribe and, and how, I mean, there's correlations to the military, there's correlations to the native Americans, there's correlations to, uh, you know, middle Eastern tribes. It just, just an amazing book about getting rid of individualism because it hasn't really helped out any culture that yeah. went down that path. So it is interesting. I mean, I, I had studied the collectivist versus individualistic societies as a part of my master's in psychology. And a lot of what I got out of that is also talked about, but I think in much more plain language by Younger. Excellent book. Uh, if you go watch even just a summary video, you'll go, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta read that book. So I think that's an excellent draft pick for you for 2021. Thank My you, next one is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. I was introduced to Ryan Holiday by a friend when he told me to read Ryan's book, Trust Me, I'm Lying. That was his first best-selling book. It is about fake news. If you'd like to understand how we're being duped in our society through social media and even through mainstream media, that first one was good. But The Obstacle is a Way is a stoic look at how we actually deal with the challenges of life and how those obstacles are often the very doorway into who you're supposed to be within your life. And I, I think 2020 has been the year of the obstacle. And it has really opened up a lot of pathways for a lot of people if you're looking for the pathway out of the problem. If you're just looking for the obstacle, you're going to get stuck in the obstacle and you're not going to go anywhere. But I, I feel like it was a great book because during this, this last year, I have needed stoicism or the ability to start seeing things from self-control and controlling my emotional states and getting the lesson even in the pain. That's a great, great, like thing to think about. I will be um, adding that book to my 2021 list. Awesome. Awesome. What's your number two pick? Number two, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I'm not sure if I say her name right, but I'm going to yeah, roll with girl. it. Yeah. If she's listening, feel free to correct me, Jen. And you probably you know, is. Like our page. That'd be really awesome too. Um, you know, this book is really, it's focused around how she created her company and how she's straight up like failed at stuff yeah. when she was a boss, but uh, she powered on through it. Now she's, uh, you know, New York selling best author and she still has a company that's founded in exactly where she started it. Um, and cool about her. She has a brand new book that came out last week called badass habits. And Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. So if you, if you're a follower of Jen Sincero, she's got some cool stuff out there. I love in the book though, the you're a badass book where she talks about how at 40 years old, a lot of people were doing important things like having 401ks and, cars with windows that rolled up and things like that. And she said, once she got things figured out her spiritual connection, the field of potentiality, things changed so quickly that 
all of her friends were thinking, what the heck just happened? This was the girl that would go to all of our dinners and just eat the free bread and drink water. <laughs> yep, yep. And now she's driving an Audi and speaking internationally and doing all these things. So great book. I have listened to that book and read to that read that book multiple times. So excellent choice. My number three is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And Paulo Coelho is a really interesting character. Uh, if you look at his life, he went through a lot of struggles on his own, but the story The Alchemist is about this main character, Santiago, and his search for his personal legend. And personal legend, you could represent that as our search for meaning or for purpose in our lives. I love the beauty and the eloquence and the way that he tells a story and the way that this quote unquote fiction story can be correlated into our actual lives and help us to understand that all things are one. And if you embrace that connectedness that we have with everything and everyone around us, then you realize we are all on a journey to find what our legend is supposed to be. And the, the hardships and the trials that we face on that journey are preparing us and testing us because the universe wants to know, do you really want your personal legend. And if you're not willing to face those struggles and get back up one more time, then you end up going, all right, well, I'm just going to either give up or I'm going to actually make it in my personal legend. So excellent book. Uh, if you've, if you've not read Paulo Coelho, you are absolutely missing out. Um, last little bit on this, it was that when my daughter came home at the end of freshman year, they had a summer reading assignment and she brought home, she goes, dad, I got to read like a chemistry book or something over the summer. It's the alchemist. Oh, I'm so irritated. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to read the alchemist with you. Let's talk about it every day. It's going to be amazing. And I reread it. And we talked about it. She ended up actually doing several papers on it because she loved the book so much at the end of that summer reading assignment. Yeah, I think, I mean, that book is, it's amazing and it's, and it's so applicable to life business. I mean, take your pick. Absolutely. You can take anything from it. And, and I love the fact that you guys had that kind of connection to one another, you and your daughter, because it is one of the first books that I recommended to my brother-in-law who like him and his cronies, they do a book club together. Yep. And so it was one of the first books I said, oh man, you got to read this book because you can totally talk about it in a group discussion and everybody has something a little different that they can take away from it. So awesome book, man. Thanks. So my number three is Faster Than Normal by Peter Shankman. <laughs> Not only is this book amazing, but Peter Shankman just in general is amazing. You know, the guy talks about his ADHD diagnosis not as a barrier but an absolute superpower that you can harness and use it to propel you going forward yeah. i love this book I, I i don't know if i have adhd i'm not trying to go out and get diagnosed but i can tell you just the stuff that he does the um habits that he helps you create from the book absolutely life-changing and uh yeah are one of my one of my favorite books Favorite story from that book was him going, you know, I spent months and months and months just thinking about needing to write this book. 
And then he bought that round trip ticket. I don't even remember where some other country. Yeah, I think it was class. Japan or yeah, I think it was Japan. Flies over there, writes the entire way over there, gets off the airplane, goes out of security, breathes deep, goes back through security, gets back on, flies home, and writes an entire book on a round trip flight. That's amazing. Yeah, first class, right? Oh, so and uh yeah, it's that's a great, great story. I've thought about that myself. I mean, yeah, that'd be like a you know what eighteen hundred dollar investment to knock out a best selling book. Heck yeah, I think it turned <laughs> out great for him. <laughs> Not uh, a terrible plan. No, I might do mine different. I might go rent a cabin somewhere away from everybody for uh, I don't know three or four days, maybe a week long. I think that would be pretty epic to be able to go right like that, seeing snow fall outside my window. So. My next book is a little more academic. Um, this one is by Vern Harnish, and he wrote the book Scaling Up. He also wrote another book called The Rockefeller Habits. So Scaling Up is like a Rockefeller Habits 2.0. There's 10 habits that the Rockefeller family had, and he uses those 10 habits as the basis for how you scale and grow any business. If you've not read the book, it's really, really good. There's four categories in there. It talks about people, strategy, execution, and cash. And in that order, you have, that's what you have to, to face to get your business to scale, regardless of whether you're a small business or a large corporation. If you don't get the people in alignment, the rest of it is pointless. And that's part of what I teach. And so I loved the book because it validated a lot of what I was thinking. My favorite quote from the book, though, was... Hire the best people that you can, pay them the most money that you can afford to pay them, and then stay out of their way. And I love that philosophy that if you hire great people, it's not about managing them even, it's about leading them towards a vision and supporting them on their journey towards that vision. So Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Yet another book I have not read that I should add to my list. Um, my next book is... It's a, it's a little different than most things I recommend, but uh, I think it's a great read and I think you can take something away from it. And it's uh, Shook One, S-H-O-O-K, One by Charlemagne the God. And I have so, not read that, but I have it on my list for 2021. So tell me about that book. So, I mean, really it's about the tricks that anxiety plays on us and um you know charlemagne the god went through a a, a a pretty rough life as a kid and and you know even into adulthood still things were rough for him but he talks about coming back from it and overpowering the anxiety in his life and just really going on to be successful and and his journey it's um it's almost, it almost reads kind of like a biography. And the reason why I, it's different is uh, he holds nothing back in this book. So if you don't like swearing and the F word or things like that. May not be the book for you. May not be the book for you. But I promise you, I promise you, if you read through it, or I did it as an audio book, um, it, you're going to take a lot away from it. I mean, to, to hear what he goes through and his dealing with anxiety and how he's powered through it. It's, um, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's, it, it's very powerful. 
Awesome. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but I'm actually, most of my books, I'll read them once or twice after I've done it. I've reread my book, Smart Accelerated Success System, multiple times uh, since I wrote the book. I love this book because it just, it reminds me to keep my mind right and my perspective good. When you're trying to accelerate your success, one of the most important lessons that I learned early on is if I don't develop me, I have nothing to offer the world. And this helps you get over your, your crap related to money and restrictions on thinking that people who have money are bad. If you think people who have money are, are bad because they have money, you'll never have money. And so you've got to learn to get yourself in alignment. And that's what Smart Accelerated Success System does for you is helps you get in, into that alignment. And I have, I have this book published on you know, print, Kindle, and it's on Audible and on iTunes as well. So if you're more of a listener, go for it that way. But that's my book, Smart Accelerated Success System. And for those of you listening that don't know, I've written 19 books. Uh, again, not trying to brag, but that's the way my mind sorts things out is writing. So I've got 19 published books out there, a journal and a couple of other things. But this one is one of my favorite books that I've ever put out. It is a great book. And, and it's, it's another one of those kind of all encompassing books. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll uh, throw the pitch for you, Jody. It's an awesome book. You should go to our website and buy it. Go to Amazon, wherever you want to find it. Just get it. It's worth it. Awesome. Thanks for the plug. What's your next one? So my next one is a book called Resilience, and it's by a guy named Eric Gretchens. And uh, Eric Gretchens was, he's a veteran, he's a Navy SEAL. And in this book, he takes it from the perspective of writing letters to a friend of his and talking about the resilience that we need to build in order to just move on through. Yeah. Um, he talks about resilience being a virtue and, and, and I 100% agree with it. And it, it's, um, if you can understand resilience and, and learn to use it as a tool, I think uh, you just become better. Yep. So, um, great book. I, I haven't read, read that one. So I'm, I've got that on my list now. I haven't read it, but I will. So I, I had avoided Dean Graziosi's stuff because you know, he always did the I'm jogging in the forest commercials for his books. And for whatever reason, I just thought, ah, I don't I don't think I'd identify with that guy. And then one day I picked up a copy of Millionaire Success Habits and I just started thumbing through the book at a bookstore. I'm like, man, I really like this. So I bought the book, devoured the book. Excellent, excellent book. Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziosi. The guy is so down to earth, so normal. He truly is the guy that you go for a walk in the forest and just talk about life. And so I'm like, oh man, I can't believe I avoided this guy for so long. He's so amazing. So if you haven't read that book, I encourage you to, uh, whether you're just trying to be successful in, in any habit that you're trying to create, he talks about the, the habits that you should create to be successful, talks about his life story and how that applied to him. 
but also just makes it so easy and practical to go find success. So that's my number six that I recommend is Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziosi. Well, thanks for another one for my 2021 list. Uh, anybody who can, you know, seem like you'd walk into the forest having a good conversation. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty cool, dude. All right. What's oh, your number my number six? It is It's Your Ship by Michael Abramshoff. And again, I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but I'm going to roll Just with today. it. So, uh, he was a naval captain of a ship. Mm -hmm. And this book is essentially is about when he took over command of the ship, all the hardship that he went through trying to get people on the same page. He talks about making decisions that the rest of the command and the fleet was not making and how it just helped him be successful and propel his career throughout the military. Um, Again, great practical book. It has a lot of military influence and there's a lot of military terminology and stuff like that in there. But um, I think it's a pretty book easy to understand. I mean, I'm not military, but I'd had several people recommend it, you being one of those. And when I read that book, it made perfect sense to me. And really, it shows the way that you own that responsibility for self and where you're going. So don't yeah. be intimidated by the military uh, references in there you'll get it just fine i love the fact that in that book he just has the courage to do his thing because he says it's my ship and he creates ownership not only within himself but he creates ownership within the people on his ship and that resonates throughout the whole entire fleet which is i mean that's pretty amazing yep yeah it was an excellent book highly recommend uh my number seven and this will be in show notes so you can read the guy's first and last name, but by the author Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, and that is how you pronounce his name. I looked it up just to make sure, but the book is Good Business, and I had read several other books of his, but when I read Good Business, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is my philosophy on business. You make business decisions based on values, not based just on the money. And he talks about the story of multiple different companies and how they've made decisions that could potentially cost them millions of dollars, which goes against anything Jack Welch would have taught, but it's everything that would have been taught by people who are making decisions from the heart instead of just from the pocketbook. So, and I just, every time I turn the page, I'm like, oh, I got to underline that. Oh, I got to underline that. So I underlined throughout the entire book on good business by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. And it's how I want to run my company and what I strive to be as well. So that's my number seven or yeah, number seven is good business by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. And yet another book for my 2021. Yeah. I've read pieces of it. I've pulled out pieces of it for some training, but I've never read through the whole thing. So I'm pretty excited to jump into that for 2021. Awesome. So this next book is, I know one that Jody and I have both read because we've talked about it numerous yep. times, but it is the infamous How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's a classic. I, I love the fact that it's like the title says How to Win Friends and Influence People. 
but it is so much deeper than just that. Yeah. It's how to be a good human. Right. Right. And, and I can't even like give it justice by talking about it because it truly just plays off of how to be a good human. Uh, it talks about the golden rule. Yep. Um, there's just, if you want a book that makes you really think about what it is that your actions influence in other people's lives, that's, this is a book. That's a book. Yeah, totally agree. My number eight is The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. If you've been through any of my programs, it's no secret I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. I love Start With Why. I loved all of the stuff that he's put out. But I think my favorite work of his is The Infinite Game because it talks about how to play the game of business. And he based it on a book from the 1980s called Infinite and Finite Games. And he explained how, like in football, you know start and end, and you know the rules, you know the rules in cricket, you know the rules in checkers. But when you look at an infinite game, there is no end to the game of business when it's played the right way. So if you're making decisions based just on the profitability of this month or this quarter, instead of thinking about the multi-generation longevity of your company, then you're playing the wrong game and you will eventually fail. And I think that's the reason so many businesses fail is they're in the wrong game and they, they have competitors. So I, I would make a decision if I was, had a competitor based on, oh, this other training company did this. So we're going to do more and outspend them. Infinite game players, they go, huh, that seemed to work. What can we learn from them? Instead of let's try to beat them. So you get rid of the ego and play the right game. That's my number eight. I love that book. And yeah. I mean, I, I can't reference it enough. And I just love Simon Sinek because talk about such a simple guy, but so much wisdom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, my number eight is called A Paradise Built in Hell by Rebecca Solonit. And really what she does in this book is examines the behavior of people in disasters and she talks about how you know like some of the higher education that people have can actually make disasters worse oh yeah so she talks about you know like i think five natural disasters throughout history and she really brings in like some western cultural she talks about anarchism a little bit um and I think it's a great book just to understand, like, we are such a small speck in this big, big world. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I haven't read that one, but I went ahead and bought it when we were prepping for this because I'm like, oh, that just sounds right up my alley. I'm excited about that. Well, and I, in it, she talks so much about how, again, much like Tribe by Sebastian Younger, we, we need to lean on each other and we can all learn from each other. And it's. Yeah, it's one of my favorite books. So I'm going to say my next one, my number nine is by an author named Pam Grout out of Lawrence, Kansas. And I, I was speaking out at a conference in Kansas City, a banker's conference. And I had just finished reading like the fourth book of hers. And the first book that I read of hers was E-Square. It's a New York Times bestseller, stayed on the bestseller list for months and months amazing book. That's the one I'm recommending is E squared and it's nine energy experiments. Hence the E squared energy experiments. 
that will change your perspective on the world. I reached out to this lady and there's a lot of people that once they become famous, become kind of snotty, not her. I reached out to her. I'm like, Hey, I'm in Kansas city. I just realized you live in Lawrence, Kansas. I drove. I would love to just grab a cup of coffee with you and pick your brain about writing and, and just visit a little bit, man. I got a message the next morning. She texted me. Yeah. Come to Lawrence freaking Kansas. Let's have a cup of coffee. We spent about three hours visiting and it was so cool to just learn from this lady and then I was able to help her a little bit on public speaking and some of the training stuff she was starting to take up. She's like, I'm an author, not a speaker. I'm like, I'm a speaker turned author. So it was just a lot of fun. And that book, I'm going to reread that again in 2021. If you do these energy experiments, it will prove to you that the field of potentiality, the universe, God, whatever you want to reference, it's real. And they love you and they want the best for you. And so great energy experiments, life-changing for me when I went through that. And I still reference that book on a, at least a monthly basis. That's my number nine. That's awesome. You know, I just realized that you did a number nine E squared. I'm doing a number nine called the nine lies about work <laughs> by Marcus Buckingham and Ashley Goodall. That's awesome. That, that, so it's like nine, nine, nine. Yeah, that's not a German reference either. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Nor do we have weird mustaches. Um, so this book is really just about the the nine lies that exist in the workplace, and it is more about the connection between you and employees, and how the workplace is just full of like these systematic things that happen, but they don't necessarily bring value. Um, they talk about how they're flawed and they, they focus on employee engagement. Um, it's a great book. It's super easy to read. And I think it's something that any leader should kind of take and put on their bookshelf and, and reference to it because it's all about engagement with others. And, and man, those lies, like lie number one is people care which company they work for. And that's a lie. Yeah. People care how they feel when they work for an organization, but they don't care which company anymore. And, and that's what a lot of the larger companies have not figured out is they got to up their game with the recognition that it ain't about them anymore. Right. Right. You know, my favorite, my by far, one of my favorites in there is line number five, which is people need feedback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the truth of it is, is people need attention. And, and that is absolutely true. Yeah. People don't want feedback about each little micro thing that they do. People want attention and understanding and a listening ear. Oh my gosh. So true. So true. Well, my number 10 is truly a classic. Uh, I'm actually pretty certain my father is the one that introduced me to this book. It's by Viktor Frankl. It's called Man's Search for Meaning. And I believe that it helps us understand that it doesn't matter if we're coming post-World War II, which is when he put the book together after being in a concentration camp or modern day, we have the same three basic things that we're looking for that provide us meaning. We need a project or a purpose that is bigger than ourselves. 
We need a redemptive perspective on suffering. So we need to believe that the sacrifice is worth it to go accomplish what we want to accomplish. And we need to be surrounded by great people, kind of going back to the tribe or the community. And if we have those three things, we have meaning in our life. And so that's my number 10 is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. I need to get into that book. Yeah. Just hearing you talk about it, like, makes me excited to. And it's an easy take- read. I mean, super short book. Won't take you a couple of hours to read the whole book. Awesome. Well, I'm going to try and uh, list my number 10, taking us almost full circle from your list, funny enough. And yeah. I just want you guys to know, we did not like sit and talk about what this list should look like. We just put them on the page and we're deciding to talk about them. But it's interesting to me that my number 10 is outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill, which is what he wrote after think and grow rich. Well, man, the story behind that book is fascinating. And I, I think modern times, it's probably even easier to understand the principles of success through outwitting the devil than it was through think and grow rich. Would you agree? I would agree. I would agree. I, I, I think, you know, he, he rings just such great verbiage in this book. And he's and, so raw and real and open about his own struggle. Like he hid in a freaking basement worried about people trying to kill him. And he talks about what it took to outwit that devil within. That's right. I mean, I, I can only imagine if this was like a, a podcast or, or a vlog that I could watch, I would be in this like every single day. Oh man. Yeah. You know, we ought to do that once a month. We ought to just dissect a book. Just take one of these books that we're reading and, and talk about what we learned in it. I, I'm, I'm game. I think our audience will be game for that as well. What do you think? I think that's awesome. And if you're listening to this and, you think it's a good idea, give us a thumbs up, leave us some comments on Facebook or something like that. We'll be happy to do it. Bring some value back to you. Yeah, this book was awesome. Um, the book wasn't published until 2011 and Hill died in, I believe it was 1970. But when he wrote the book, his wife, Annie, was like, uh, no, you rail on education and you rail on religion in here. That's right. Yep. Don't publish this book. So he agreed not to publish the book, even though what's funny is in the book, the devil's like, I don't think you even have the guts to publish this book. You're not going to do that. (laughs) That's right. Yep. So yeah. Great read. Just like, just like, you know, almost everything that I've ever read by Napoleon Hill. Oh yeah. It's just, it's all good stuff. Yeah. And, And I love the fact that it's like, you know, most of it's from over 50 years ago. Yeah, I think he wrote the book like early 1950s or late 1940s. And I mean, just the wisdom of what they were facing then, we have not fixed any of it in our educational system. We haven't fixed any of it in religion. It's all still there and, and just worded differently now, but we're still dealing with the same stuff. Excellent book. Now I got to go reread that book as well. Thank you very much, Mr. Bytelich. <laughs> 
So these are our top 10 uh, that we recommend. If you're looking for a reading list for this next year, I want to challenge you, read at least one book per month for personal development. The people who do that are among the top 1% intellectually in our country. I want to be in the top 1% intellectually in the country because those same 1% are the ones that set, measure, and achieve goals as well. Only 3% of the U.S. population will set, measure, and achieve goals in 2021. 97% will pretend. 3% will follow through. So if you have the, the self-discipline and the wherewithal to be the kind of success that you really ought to be, Man, 2021 can be your year. And I know for me, I'm claiming it right now, right here in front of everybody, God and everybody, 2021's my year. We're going to go be crazy successful. That's right. No excuses on this other, on this, guys. This is, uh, you know, one book of the month, one book a month is a piece of cake. Easy. Whether you do it on Audible, whether you do it on Kindle, whether you, you know, buy the hard copy. I'm uh, yeah, Jody and I do both. I'll buy a hard copy and do audio and write in the hard copy as I'm listening to the audio. Heck yeah. And, um, but there should be no excuses. This is a simple, easy task, and it will only add a ton of value to you. Yep. Yeah. So go after it, man. This is the year. This is the year to make things happen. Thank you guys for being a part of this podcast. If you have not subscribed yet, please do so. I ask that you share this with your friends, share this episode, share the podcast itself, help us grow our listenership. Uh, if you are interested in being a guest on the show at some time, every now and then we do have guests on the show. We'd love to have you as a part of that. If you have something amazing to offer to the rest of the listeners, just reach out to us and uh, tell us your ideas. Uh, go give us a review as well. We'd love to hear from you, what you think of the podcast. Also love to have your ideas. Give us a great quote. We will quote you on our podcast if you give us something good to share with the rest of the listening audience. Anything to wrap it up, Brett? Hey, let's make 2021 great, right? Kick it off with a bang. Let's Read some books. It. Own it. Yeah. I love it. We got this. So here's my applause for you, Brett. I think you did an amazing job. I think I did as well. So thank you guys for being a part of this. We will see you on the next episode of the Psyche of Success. Thank you for listening to the Psyche of Success. Give us a five-star rating. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Take out billboards about how much you love us if you want. But just make sure to apply the lessons learned and live fully into your potential. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Psyche of Success.